This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. Warm welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Betty Chen. Taiwan has confirmed today that four previously reported cases of COVID-19 are the Omicron variant. That brings the total number of cases of the new strain to 16, all of them imported and from fully vaccinated people. Separately, the Central Epidemic Command Center said today there were 13 imported cases of COVID-19. As Taiwan settles into the slightly more relaxed so-called 7 plus 7 regulation for travelers entering the country, health authorities say it is working. Two COVID-19 cases from yesterday's count were detected during seven days in a quarantine hotel, just before returning home to continue their quarantine for seven more days. The new cases were all breakthrough infections, but with mild to no symptoms. Nonetheless, Taiwan is implementing new measures to try to ensure that people have the best protection that vaccinations can give them. Starting on Friday, the CECC will allow mixing and matching vaccines of second doses and booster jabs. Taiwan has purchased more Moderna and AstraZeneca doses for delivery next year and the year after to ensure ample supply. Authorities are now discussing whether to offer a fourth shot in the future. Rick Yi and Peachy Drunk for Taiwan Plus. A second Indigenous Advanced Jet Trainer, or AJT, has been delivered to Taiwan's Air Force. The domestically produced training aircraft is part of the country's efforts to become more self-reliant in military hardware. 66 of the Brave Eagle trainers are expected to be delivered before the end of 2026. They will replace the older AT-3 aircraft for training fighter pilots. President Tsai Ing-wen has given her backing to a proposal that would see the northern city and county of Xinzhu merged to become Taiwan's seventh special municipality. Under Taiwan's local government system, a special municipality is the highest level, providing access to a bigger budget and more resources. Home to the chip-making giant TSMC and numerous other champions of the country's high-tech industry, Xinzhu is vital to Taiwan's economic growth. Not everyone is on board with the idea, however, with the current Xinzhu city administered by Tsai's ruling Democratic Progressive Party or DPP, while the more rural Xinzhu County is a stronghold of the opposition Kuomintang. Speaking during a meeting of the DPP Central Standing Committee on Wednesday, Tsai outlined her reasons for supporting the proposal. Taiwan will ban single-use styrofoam cups from next year as part of the government's efforts to cut down on waste.
From July, local beverage stores will no longer be allowed to provide disposable foam cups for their drinks. These stores, along with fast food restaurants, convenience stores, and supermarkets, must also offer a discount for customers who bring their own cups. Violators may be fined the equivalent of up to 200 U.S. dollars. This year, Lithuania has its own pavilion for the first time at a Taipei's food fair. Lithuanian producers are offering everything from chocolate, beers and snacks as they eye up the economic potential from closer ties between the two countries. James Chater has this report. At this year's Taipei Food Fair, an inaugural appearance from Lithuania's red, yellow and green. It is the first time when Lithuania has its own booth. 23 companies, they are here gathered and two companies are representing uh, online. Lithuanian vendors are showcasing a range of sweets, snacks and beers during the three-day event at Taipei's Nangang Exhibition Hall. They are hoping to capitalize on the recent warmer relations between Taiwan and Lithuania to break into a new market. And the economic potential is great. This year, Lithuania was catapulted into Taiwan's top 10 destinations for online credit card spending after consumers flocked to the companies of its new and vocal ally. Local reports say that in the six months up to September, people in Taiwan bought 2.5 billion Taiwan dollars worth of Lithuanian goods. That's around 90 million US dollars. Sellers of beer and chocolate at the food fair are hoping to get in on the action. At the fair, a chance for Lithuanians to sample some Taiwanese produce too. The Taipei Food Fair runs until Christmas Day. Taiwan hopes this is just one of many events that will signal a new era of closer ties with Lithuania. The Eastern European country has withdrawn its diplomats from Beijing and last month officially opened a new Taiwan representative office in the capital Vilnius. Alex Chen and James Chater for Taiwan Plus. Researchers studying a fossilized egg found in southern China have discovered what they call a perfectly preserved dinosaur embryo inside it. They estimate it to be around 72 million years old. The embryo has been named Baby Yingliang and it belongs to a toothless theropod dinosaur or oviraptorosaur. Scientists from the UK and China describe the embryo as being in a tucking position, with the body curled up and the head between the legs. This position, adopted right before hatching, was previously thought to be unique to birds. The skeleton proves that non-bird dinosaurs behaved in the same way. One of the most renowned authors of queer literature in Chinese, Bai Xianyong, is at the heart of a new exhibition at the National Central Library in Taipei. Shirley Lin, with our partner station Radio Taiwan International, brings you the story. At the opening of the exhibit on Bai Xianyong's writings, Taiwan's Peking opera singer Wei Haiming sang the role of Madame Qian in a Peking opera rendition of Bai's work, Wandering in the Garden, Waking from a Dream. The author is a key figure in reviving Kunqu, an old operatic tradition of China. 
Bai is known for introducing Western-style modernism to Chinese literature. It is the 50th anniversary of Bai's most famous work, Taipei People, a collection of 14 short stories about people fleeing to Taiwan from China during the 1950s after the Chinese Civil War. Another of Bai's well-known works is Crystal Boys, a novel about homosexual youth. It was a groundbreaking work written in the 1980s when people didn't talk openly about homosexuality in Taiwan. In the last ten years, Bai wrote a father's trilogy about his father Bai Chongxi, who was a famous general under Chiang Kai-shek when Chiang was leading the Chinese Nationalist Party regime in the 1950s. Bai said the relationship between his father and Chiang was a tumultuous time for 40 years. The exhibit at the National Central Library will be open till the end of December. Until five years ago, Taiwanese children could only send letters to Santa overseas. But Kathy's son, a mother of three, changed all that and has begun a new Christmas tradition. Our reporter Peachy Zhang has this heartwarming story. Eight-year-old Wang Tingyun checks the mailbox and finds a card that he's waited for all year. What he doesn't know is that this was written to him by a local group called Taiwan Santa Claus. Five years ago, art teacher Kathy Sun told family and friends to send her their children's letters to Santa Claus, and she would reply. She received around 500 letters, but more children write in every year. This Christmas, she expects to receive more than 40,000 letters from around the world, with the help of more than 150 volunteers. Taiwan Santa Claus manages to reply to every single letter they receive. Sun designs all the cards the group sends out. She blends in Taiwanese elements such as Santa with a Taiwan-shaped beard, bubble milk tea, and leopard cat. The volunteers take time to write personalized responses to every sender. Last year, they were surprised to find a letter from Taiwan President Tsai Ing-wen. Kathy and her elf team are committed to the task, not only for the children but also for themselves. The work of Taiwan Santa Claus has gone beyond Christmas cards. This past year, they raised funds to help buy art supplies for children in Taiwan's remote areas. A positive sentiment that they hope will last throughout the year. As Naya Zhou and Pichu Zhuang for Taiwan Plus. Thanks for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Betty Chan. We'll leave you with images from ZSL London Zoo. It's not Christmas yet, but the animals cannot wait to open their presents. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com.